What's your legacy? Miami-Dade residents produce six pounds of trash daily. Much of that is plastic and will remain in our environment long after we're gone. Be part of the solution. Eliminate single-use plastic. More at miamidade.gov slash plasticfree305. Welcome back, everybody, to Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. You can also follow us on YouTube. Got some great video content. Our YouTube handle is at L.A. Rams Up. You can follow us on Instagram as well. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans, episode 177. We have a couple of interesting features for you here today. Been doing so many mock drafts, I thought this would be a good time to take a step back. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through each position group in the draft. I'm going to tell you which prospect I would love to have of the ones that we might have a shot at, which prospects I'd be happy with if we couldn't get that first guy. I'm going to tell you who the wild card prospect is or the wild card factor, and then a final note on each position group. And then we're going to wrap up this segment with another positional analysis. We're going to take a look at the Rams' safeties. Before we get into those segments, hey, the Rams met with Zach Kuntz. He's a guy I've been pumping up for a while before the combine. I was all over him as a tight end prospect for the Rams, and then he just blew up the combine put up some incredible numbers, and the Rams have met with him. So it appears he is on the Rams draft board. And another reminder, my countdown of the top 50 Rams of all time continues on the YouTube channel. 16 second shorts on each player. I think I'm into the 20s now. Number one will be posted before the NFL draft. That YouTube channel handle is at LA Rams Up. Hey, and how about Colin Cowherd? Is he a genius or what? He's clearly a big fan of Sean McVay, and and he was echoing the same thing I've been saying for a couple of months. Don't give up on our LA Rams in 2023. And the angle he took was slightly different from mine. I've been talking about the fact that the Rams have perhaps the second or third best quarterback in the NFC. Cowherd took it a step further and pointed out that Few teams in the NFC can match the quarterback-coach combo that the Rams have. Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford, an offensive-minded coach, a successful one at that, and a very talented quarterback. AFC is a little bit different. You know, you got Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. And the NFC, just think about it for a second, and that's what Cowherd was pointing out. What coach-quarterback combo in the NFC is better than McVay-Stafford. And there might be one. You can make an argument for a couple of teams, but a team led by McVay and Stafford is in a pretty good place in the NFC right now. So Cowherd's the genius. Robert Ursay, not so much. He, he made some headlines criticizing the Rams. What did Ursay say? Something to the effect of, you don't want to find yourself where the Rams are. You don't want to make the same mistakes they have made. That was the gist of it. And a lot of people calling him out. Peter King asking the question, which team would you rather be? The Rams 49 and 33 in their last five regular seasons, two conference titles, one Super Bowl win, one Super Bowl loss, 
a franchise quarterback, a great coach, and 11 draft picks this year with three in the top 100, or the Colts, 41 and 40 and 1 over that same period. I think they've won one playoff game over that time, and they have nine draft picks this year, and just like the Rams, three in the top 100. So Robert Ursay, which one would you rather be? So let's get into my draft prospect summary, position group by position group. Who I'd be elated to draft, who I would be okay with, and what's the wild card factor and a final note on each position group. That in a second, followed by an assessment of the Rams safety group. Okay, after about 20 mock drafts, I feel like I'm starting to get a feel for where these draft prospects are going to land in the draft, when they're going to get drafted, starting to formulate opinions on which ones of them are good fits for the Rams, which ones maybe not so much. And most importantly, I think I have a pretty good handle on what the Rams need and where they're going to go in this draft. I could be wrong, or maybe I'm right and less need is going to blow it. Take your pick. So what I'm going to do this segment is I'm going to go through each position group and I'm going to tell you four things. I'm going to tell you what player I would really want of the guys that we have a shot at potentially. I'm going to tell you who I'd be okay with if we can't get that number one guy I'd like. And then I'm going to tell you who the wild card player or what is the wild card factor that's going to affect what the Rams do. And then I'll give you a final note on the position group. Let's start with quarterback. The one player I would really like for the Rams to draft is Jake Hayner. In a later round, third, fourth round, fifth round potentially. Hard to say when he's going to go. He'd be an immediate backup to Matthew Stafford. He would be a big upgrade over the backup quarterbacks we've had the last couple of years. But who would I be okay with? A couple guys. Clayton Toon out of Houston and Tanner McKee out of Stanford. Two guys that I think similar to Hanner in that they could come in and be spun up to the backup quarterback role pretty quickly. The wild card for me is Stetson Bennett out of Georgia, the 297th ranked player on the CBS big board. He might not even get drafted. He'll probably get drafted in one of those last two rounds. Could the Rams use their early draft capital on defense, 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 and then grab Stetson Bennett really late in the draft? I might be okay with that, too. This is a guy that's played a lot of big-time football, a lot of starts, a lot of wins. Bring him in, and by September 2023, he's our number one backup quarterback. Last note on this position, I think the Rams are going to make a bold move in a year or two to find their next great quarterback. Another trade, throw out a bunch of more first-round picks to bring in a top-notch, proven NFL quarterback, or they move up in the draft one of these next two years and grab Matthew Stafford's heir apparent. I don't think they're drafting that guy this year unless they just get lucky and hit the pot of gold with a late-round pick. Running back, who do I really want of the guys we have a realistic shot at don't think the Rams are going to use a high draft pick, but I'd be okay with Zach Charbonnet, Eric Gray, or Dwayne McBride. They would probably go in the second, third, and fourth round, respectively. 
Who'd I be okay with? How about Izzy Abenikanda out of Pittsburgh? I probably butchered that name. This is a guy you can get relatively later in the draft. Again, use those higher picks on defense and find Cam Akers' replacement in a later round. Who's the wild card? Sean McVay may be all over Devin A. Chain if he's there when the Rams pick in the second round and definitely when they pick in the third round. He's a smaller back, lightning fast, and you know how McVay feels about guys like that. That's the wild card. I'm not saying I want him, but he's the wild card in that Sean McVay may not be able to resist drafting Devin A. Chain if he's available. Final note on that position, this is probably Cam Akers last year in L.A. That's my gut feeling. Rams need to draft a running back this year. I'm okay with Cam Akers as a starter this year, but I just don't have a warm fuzzy about him moving forward after this year. Wide receiver, who's the guy I'd really like? I later pick again, Trey Palmer out of Nebraska. Not a good wide receiver group in this draft. And Palmer is just, I don't know, I find the guy really attractive, size-speed combination. I've talked about him several times over my mock drafts. And we don't need to add a lot to this group. It's pretty good as it is, as long as we have Cooper Cup. But Palmer would be a great addition And again, we don't have to spend a high pick on him. Who else would I be happy with if we can't get Palmer? Elijah Higgins out of Stanford. Some people call him a pass-catching tight end. He's a big wide receiver, 235 pounds. Rams could use him in a lot of ways, line him up in the slot for mismatches. And again, he's a guy that will go pretty late, possibly as late as the seventh round. The wild card in this group, for the Rams anyways, I got two guys for you. Jake Bobo out of UCLA. They've met with him. Another guy that could go undrafted, 6'4", 206. NFL.com does not project him as getting drafted. He probably will, though. And another Pac-12 wide receiver, Michael Wilson out of Stanford. Another bigger wide receiver, 6'2", 213. He's a guy that really stepped up at the senior ball, and you know how the Rams feel about the senior ball standouts. As weak as this wide receiver group is, Bobo and Wilson will probably both get drafted. Again, Rams could expend those higher picks on defense and add to their wide receiver group later. A final note on this group, the Rams met with Nathaniel Dell, otherwise known as Tank Dell, 5'8", 165, I don't know. Is this 2-2-2? Two, two, two? Be interesting to see if they go that way again. A really small wide receiver. Who would I love to draft at tight end? Well, who doesn't want Darnell Washington? This group of tight ends is great, especially at the top. Washington is just a specimen, giant tight end that knows how to block. He's going to impact the game in a lot of ways. I don't know if the Rams would really spend their first pick on Washington because if he's there, he's not going to last till the third round for sure. But I'd also be happy with Payne Durham, Tucker Craft, Luke Musgrave, Dalton Kincaid, several other guys actually. And that's why I wouldn't be too upset if the Rams passed on Washington. There are just too many good tight ends. And the wild card, Zach Kuntz out of Old Dominion, I talked a lot about this guy early on, mocked him to the Rams several times. 
Looked like he was going to be a six-round pick. And then he blew up the combine. Really turned some heads. He may have went from a six-rounder to a third or fourth rounder. He's the wild card. And I think Les has been listening to my mocks because they decided to have an interview with Zach Kuntz. So the Rams are certainly considering Zach Kuntz. He's on their board for sure. And a final note on the tight end group. If they draft Zach Kuntz or or any one of these other tight ends, I think Tyler Higby will certainly be released. And besides, maybe they're onto something with Hunter Long. I haven't given up on that trade. Hunter Long could end up being a decent tight end. But if we started the season with, let's say, Kuntz, Hunter Long, and Bryson Hopkins, I'd be okay with that. Offensive line. Who would I really like? Well, if Cyrus or Torrance drops to the second round, and he's there at number 36. He's the only offensive lineman I would consider in this draft, the only one that I would be elated if the Rams draft it. It would just be a big impact on this offensive line, especially after what we saw last year, Cyrus Torrance. Now, it would probably mean one of these other guys is out of a job or on the trading block even, but you can't pass on Cyrus Torrance If he's there, I don't think he will be. Draft him. Who else would I be happy with if you're going to spend a second or third round pick on Luke? What's your legacy? Miami-Dade residents produce six pounds of trash daily. Much of that is plastic and will remain in our environment long after we're gone. Be part of the solution. Eliminate single-use plastic. More at miamidade.gov slash plasticfree305. Whipler or Joe Tipman. I'd be okay with that. I'd just rather they use these picks on defense unless it's O'Torrance. The wild card for this group is Andrew Voorhees, the offensive lineman out of USC. He tore his ACL at the combine. Rams could get really good value if they used a later pick for Voorhees as long as you're drafting for 2024, not 2023. A final note, I know everybody wants us to draft offensive line, but I don't think there is anyone outside of O'Torrance that is really going to improve this group, at least anyone that might be available in the second round or even the third. Draft defense, offensive line will be okay. On the edge, you know, and I've gone around and around with different prospects who I like the most. I've finally settled on Will McDonald. He's the guy I am hoping is there. I mean, there's other guys that I've kind of given up hope on that probably aren't going to be there. Nolan Smith would be one. So I've settled on McDonald as a somewhat realistic guy that could be there at 36. But I'd be happy with B.J. Ojolari out of LSU and Keon White out of Georgia Tech. Those would both be solid picks as well if McDonald isn't there. The wild card in this group comes much later in the draft. D.J. Johnson out of Oregon. He's my Mr. Versatility. I really think that Johnson would be the second edge they would draft. They might draft McDonald and then come back and draft a TJ Johnson later. I would be okay with that. Johnson can be used in a lot of different ways and would give Raheem Horace a lot of flexibility in how he attacks some of these teams. Final note on the edge, I think what the Rams are going to do is draft an edge rusher extremely high, one of those first two picks, and then they're either going to draft another one extremely late, 
or more likely sign one of these veterans that are still out there after June 1st, bring in a veteran that is already a free agent or is a late cut to stabilize this group because it's really young, extremely young. Bringing in a veteran would help. Defensive line, who do I really like? Who would I really like to see the Rams draft? I don't know if I want them to go defensive line early, but if they did, Tuli Tuiapulotu is extremely intriguing. I still see him called edge in some mocks and just defensive line in others. I mean, he's in the 290s, but he would be a guy that could help the Rams defense in a lot of ways. If you want to add a defensive lineman that can get to the quarterback, hey, we may need that in a big way. Someone playing along Aaron Donald that can create some pressure and and combine him with someone off the edge that we draft in another round. But that's the problem. Can you draft Will McDonald and Tuli Tuipilotu? Probably not. So if you're going to go defensive line early, draft one that can get to the quarterback because by the time you come back and get the edge rusher, the guys you really want, the top-notch guys, are probably going to be gone. I'd also be okay with Keanu Benton out of Wisconsin if we can't draft Thule. The wild card for me is Carl Brooks out of Bowling Green. He's a guy that could slip to the third round. Probably not, though. I saw him number 65 on one big board. He's one of the most productive defensive linemen in the country last season. 296 pounds. And like Thule, he can get to the quarterback. He play the run. He's the full package. Again, it's a matter of when he's there. Second round too early. Third round, probably gone. But if he's there in the third round, when the Rams pick comes up, it'd be awfully tempting. Final note on this position group, much like edge and safety, which I haven't talked about yet, I think the Rams sign a veteran to bolster this group as well. Linebacker, the two guys that I would be elated the Rams drafted are Jack Campbell and Nick Herberg. Full disclosure here, though, I really don't want them to draft linebacker this early. That would have to be in the second round. Campbell will probably be gone for sure. So let's think beyond those two guys. I wouldn't be upset if they came away with Ivan Pace Jr. out of Cincinnati. And then, of course, the wild card. Broken record here, a guy I've been talking about for quite a bit. Mr. Dennis out of Pittsburgh. Kind of flying underneath the radar. I see him ranked pretty high on some boards. But if the Rams found a way to land him in a later round to back up Ernest Jones or play alongside him in some situations, I'd be okay with that. He is the wild card. Final note on the linebacker position. I'm not sure how much the Rams really value this position. I think they'll find someone late in the draft that they like. Need to add a body here for sure. I think the Bobby Wagner signing was just a case of the Rams raiding the candy store. Here's the guy they really like. Let's bring him in for one year. Why not? Everybody loves Bobby Wagner. They'll move on and replace him with a late draft pick, I think. Ernest Jones, of course, will have to highlight that group. Cornerback, who would I love to see the Rams draft? How about Cam Smith out of South Carolina? Don't know if he's going to last either, but he could. Cornerback's a pretty strong group in this draft. 
Just depends on what players these different teams like. Probably not going to be there when the Rams hit number 36 there. But I'd be happy with Julius Brantz out of Kansas State, Clark Phillips III out of Utah, DJ Turner out of Michigan. I actually want two of them. But being greedy here, the Rams need to draft two cornerbacks high. And those are the three guys I really like. The wild card is really Troy Hill. If the Rams can bring back Troy Hill, it relieves a lot of pressure to draft two cornerbacks high. They could go one in the second or third round and one later if they can bring Troy Hill back. A final note on this cornerback group has to do with Darion Kendrick. You know, he appeared to really struggle last year, but as one of our guests, Tom Quartz, pointed out, he may be better than we think. He got drafted late. Rams really had no plans to start him unless he really stepped up, but he got pushed into duty much earlier than they wanted, really got thrown into the fire, and he struggled. And there was times he made a, you know, he made a couple good plays over the year, but got burned a couple of other times. Maybe he's going to be okay. Maybe he's better than we think. Let's not give up on Darion Kendrick. Brings me to the last group, safety, and I have my evaluation of the Rams safety group coming up after this. So I'm not going to get into safety right now. We'll talk at length about the Rams situation with the safety group back here in a second. We're going to continue our spin around the Los Angeles Rams position groups. We've talked quarterbacks, running backs, tight ends, wide receivers, inside linebackers, defensive line. Today, we're talking Los Angeles Rams safeties. Let me start off by saying that this group is not overwhelming. It's a little bit thin, but I like the top three guys on this roster. What's interesting about the top four, actually, we only have four right now, Jordan Fuller, Russ Yeast, Quentin Lake, and Richard LeCount. All of them were either 5th, 6th, or 7th round picks. Fuller, Yeast, and Lake, Ram draft picks. Richard LeCount, a 5th round pick of Cleveland in 2021. So let's talk about Fuller first. 6th round pick out of Ohio State in 2020. Led the Rams in tackles in 2021, but his other two seasons marred by injuries. So there's not a lot of tread on the tires as far as Fuller goes, but when he has played, he has played really well. He'll be our number one safety, just needs to come back healthy. Things are looking good for Jordan Fuller. Russ Yeast, a seventh round pick out of Kansas State last year. Got a good look at him in 2022. Played really well, finished with 20 tackles, kind of forced into duty with Fuller out. And the other guy, Quentin Lake, a sixth-round pick in 2022 out of UCLA. The start of his season was delayed due to injuries, so he's basically got two months of NFL experience. Don't know a lot about him yet, but all signs are he's going to be a decent player. He's out of modern-day high school, by the way. The other safety on the roster, Richard LeCount. The Rams picked him up last December after the Browns waived him. The Browns had drafted him in the fifth round in 2021 out of Georgia. Richard LeCount is the answer to a trivia question. Georgia coach Kirby Smart's first recruit after becoming the Georgia head coach was Richard LeCount, who was a USA Today first-team All-American. But the Browns were unhappy with him, waived him, and now he's a Ram. Well, obviously the Rams are going to draft a safety, possibly two, I would think one. 
I think they're also going to bring in a free agent, a veteran. This is a really young group. Obviously have to add to that group. Now keep in mind Jake Kravass. He can play a little safety. This is actually a pretty weak group in the NFL draft. The safeties, that is. There's a few late guys that would probably be okay. I mean, the Rams have done a really good job of identifying safeties that turn into pretty decent NFL players. And if they go sixth or seventh round, there's a few guys they might latch onto here. Daniel Scott out of California, 61208, a team captain with size. He will turn 25 during the 2023 season, though. He's played six seasons at California. Brandon Joseph out of Notre Dame, six feet 202, kind of a center fielder type safety. Ronnie Hickman out of Ohio State. And then there's Marte Mapu out of Sacramento State, 6'3", 216. He's a tweener. A lot of teams looking at him as a linebacker. Could he be a big thumping safety, I suppose? A lot of guys with his characteristics don't pan out well in the NFL, though. There's two guys that do kind of like. One is Benny Sapp III out of Northern Iowa, eight interceptions over the last two years. Very physical, almost overly physical, draws a lot of penalties. 6'1", 205. He is the son of Benny Sapp, who played eight seasons in the NFL. Another guy kind of like Jartavius Martin out of Illinois, one of the best against the run, 5'11", 194. He can play a little bit of cornerback, too. Has a size and physical talent to play nickel or play deep safety. Might need to spend a third-round pick to get Martin, though, or if the Rams could slide into the fourth round, pick up a fourth-round pick and go safety at that point and take Martin. Martin and Sapp would be the two guys I like more than the others, but I'm just not thrilled about using that early of a pick on a safety. But then again, these later picks, Scott, Joseph, Hickman, a little bit of a risk, but I'm going to tell you this, whoever the Rams pick late, whether it's one of these guys or someone else, we can rest assured they're probably going to be a pretty good player. The Rams have done really well finding safeties late in the draft. What about free agents? There's quite a few out there. There's three ex-Rams, by the way, John Johnson, LaMarcus Joyner, and Rodney McLeod. Joyner and McLeod getting up there in years. John Johnson left the Rams for the Browns for that big contract and didn't really pan out in Cleveland. Could he come back to the Rams? If the price was right, I'd be okay with that. But you're bringing him back as a starter, and I'm not sure the Rams should pay that much money to have someone start in front of Fuller or Yeast or Lake. I don't know. Johnson's good. I always liked him. He did not make the big plays, the splash plays that we wanted him to make. Really had trouble hanging on to the ball when he had opportunities for interceptions. So I don't know if any of these guys really make sense, although it would be nice to bring back a veteran. How about a guy like Dion Bush out of Kansas City about to turn 30? Just a veteran to kind of hold this unit together, teach these younger players the ways of the NFL, and just round out this safety unit. Go with the four youngsters we have on the roster, draft someone in the fifth sixth or seventh round and bring in a free agent that's not going to break the bank. Someone like Dion Bush, even Rodney McLeod, that might make sense. A backup to kind of teach these guys the ropes and McLeod would be perfect for that. So that's our situation at safety. 
not overly concerned with this group. Again, just like a lot of our other units, we're a little thin, need to stay healthy. But if these guys stay healthy and perform like I think they can, we're going to have an okay safety group. And if Jordan Fuller gets back into his 2021 form, we could be in really good shape. do it for this episode remember you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com visit our website at ramsup.com and don't forget about our youtube channel our handle is at laramsup.com until next time keep the horns up stay safe and have fun out there music courtesy of the youtube audio library tracks featuring bar crawl by track tribe Buckeye Banzai by Vans in Japan, and Crimson Fly by Hamama. What's your legacy? Miami-Dade residents produce six pounds of trash daily. Much of that is plastic and will remain in our environment long after we're gone. Be part of the solution. Eliminate single-use plastic. More at miamidade.gov slash plastic-free 305.